Good evening! It's Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. Welcome back to Boomerx Tonight, your nearly daily source for news and politics. I'm Risen Lady Heathen Hansel. What's up, Grace? Our show from other millennial news podcasts. Nachos. We have a boomer, and not just any boomer, we have Mr. Boomerx himself. A resurrected boomer. Mm-hmm. You two eat, sleep, and breathe politics, and I'm still learning. That's three unique perspectives we share, along with the fact that from our literal round table. Today's Burn It Down Wednesday comes straight out of Florida, but first let's dig right into our headlines. Uh, cows adopt wild boarlet. What's going on here? I saw so, that. Yeah. <coughs> Little wild boar, baby. Apparently his flock crossed a river and he couldn't. So he found himself some cows and attached himself to their herd. And they're quite accepting, and they're looking after him. And you know, I expect they think he looks a little odd for a calf, but whatever. Anyway, and we'll see. I could see a boar getting into it over like some friends. Yeah, local game hunter wanted to kill him. No, no. The farmer said no. So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully they leave him alone. And now you got a guard boar. Yeah. You want a you want a boar story? Yeah, sure. So. Stephen in Germany, we saw, we saw wild boars fairly frequently. They always ran away. It was no big deal. So we had a brand new lieutenant. He'd been in country like a week. And we're in the field, right? So we're sleeping in tents and so on. But the officer's club is about 15 miles away, and we had driven over and had dinner and a drink. And so we come back. <laughs> And in the middle of the little administrative parking lot, there is a boarlet. Actually, there are a couple of boarlets. And he looks at that. I, I have no idea where the hell he grew up. But he jumps out of the Jeep. Now, this is a plastic-sided, you know, cloth-sided, but they're made of plastic Jeep. Jumps out, slams the door, runs over, and picks up the boarlet which, of course, is totally freaked and shrieking for its mother, who came running. Uh-huh. And so he realizes this big yeah. female wild boar is going to kill him. This motorcycle-sized cycle, motorcycle sized boar. Like, how big do boar That's scooter-sized. Um, how big is this boar? About the size of a medium dog. Okay. Right but just all muscle. Um, <clears throat> about the size of the biggest javelina you've ever seen. Yikes. So anyway, um, she chases him up on the, on the hood of the Jeep, and she's hurling herself at the hood of the Jeep. And it becomes absolutely clear that she can claw her way onto the hood of the Jeep, and she's going to do it. And he's still holding the fucking borelet. Put down the baby, man. <laughs> so we're shrieking at him first to get on the roof, which we hope will stay up. Of course, this is a mistake because as soon as he's on the roof, she's over there trying to climb the, my, the door on my side of the Jeep. <laughs> and she's got sharp little hoofies. Yeah. And she's going to get through that plastic. And then she's going to eat me. Yeah. And so now we're all shrieking, drop the baby <laughs> so to to his credit we attracted her to the far side of the jeep and he leaned way down and dropped it about a foot but 
anyway. So it didn't get hurt. It ran to Mama. And then they all ran away. Good. So, Because I wasn't sure she was done trying to get us. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sure if he had gotten down, right? Oh, yeah. That's funny. All right. Putin and friends continue their dick walk. What is this about? Well, that's when you put on your golf shoes, lay your dick on the ground, and start hiking. Yikes. Yeah. They should stop. First rule of all, stop digging. So anyway, he, uh, Russia is still working to mo uh, mobilize reservists. Uh, Putin yeah. announced the call to other countries. 300,000. Um, there's been huge pushback. So he's kind of rolled back which groups would be affected. Um, and it's kind of interesting because the categories include, you know, first-time students at accredited institutions, certain type of postgraduate students like those in hard sciences, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things to notice about Putin and his call-up is that it's quite clear that what Russia is trying to do... Oh, shit. ...is they're trying to, they're trying to send their barbarians against the barbarians in Ukraine. They're bleeding themselves white. They are, and they're sending the, you know, the, the hinterlands, right? Yeah, yeah the ones the who always that the crazy. Russians don't think of as Russians. That's Russia. That's exactly what Fuck. Huh? I, I love them for Which will open up space, which is why they're bringing in Ukrainians. Hmm, hadn't thought of that one. Yeah, no. So let's see, what else has he done? So he signs the decree to formalize Russia's seizure of the reactor. Um, the folks who run the reactor say, yeah, right. So anyway, um, we'll see what happens. I still think we should send NATO. Yeah, no, I think NATO should take over yep. that reactor and just be done with it. Be like, until this war is done, we are in charge of this reactor period. Yeah. End of discussion. NATO's got a nuclear safety team who can shoot and do whatever this is. They can provide security Put while real science mile gets to the other. demilitarized zone around it and yep. don't let anybody in. Yeah. Yep. Just ridiculous. You want to have your shitty little war and we're, for reasons unknown, not willing to get into it? Cool. But you can't play here. Right. You didn't play nicely when you was here. Yeah. Yeah, they obviously can't handle it. They almost fucking melted it down, like, what, twice? <laughs> um, it was never in real danger. The problem was they were down to um, when they didn't have external power. If you shut down the reactor, you have to keep it cool for actively cooled for several days. And if your generators don't last long enough, yeah, it'll melt down. So, anyway... When they lost their external power, they shut the reactor down and turned on the generators. But that came and went, and so. But you want to have, you want to have the generators for an emergency, and you want the outside power to cool your fucking reactor if you shut it down. Right. So they are now in. Uh, the last time I heard, they're all in cold stop. So. Anyway. Right. Um, Russia's ambassador to the U.S., Anatoly Antonov, said it, there was an immediate threat to Moscow, describes the U.S. as a participant in the conflict. Hey, fucktards. <laughs> okay. There was a time when people in Europe were afraid of you. Yeah. They watched the Ukrainians manhandle you. Yeah. Nobody in the world is afraid of you anymore. Go ahead and rattle your goddamn sabers. 
you've got one left and you won't believe what happens if you ever use it. Yep. So, anyway. So we don't need NATO. We can take you on one-on-one -on -one yeah. from where we sit now and destroy you. So, fuck you. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to be living in Russia. And our shit works. Everyone you sold a garbage security package to has got to be looking at their crates of your shit going, fuck, guys. Fuck? Yeah. You see that none of that stuff worked, right? So, Oops. and now the next thing they're talking about is, well, there are only a few hundred, you know, Westerners who really hate Russia and are doing this to us, so we've got a kill list. To which my response is, have the fuck hat. Do it. Yeah. You're really not going to like what happens. Nope. Nobody used threats from Russia to do bad things. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't fucking buy into the shit. All right. Um, uh, how do you make a central banker happy? That's a good question. You want to know how you make a central banker happy? Take them out of the water. Uh, no. You reduce the number of job openings from 11.17 to something below 10. And that makes the central banks really happy. And that's part of why the stock market jumped 1,500 points in two days. Something bad happened to the working folk. Nothing. Nothing. Make a central banker sadder than the thought that some working guy got a job. So, And they went on to explain how the tight job market was responsible for inflation and blah, 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 blah. blah. Oh, Which shit. is... You know, it's a tiny fraction of the real problem. The real real problems are, yeah, there's a real shortage of some stuff. And American corporations are gouging their customers left and right. Mm -hmm. So, But those are okay with the central bank. So they're all right with that. It's part of maximizing stock shareholder value. The job market is the primary driver of inflation. It's pig shit. Anybody who tells you that's a fool. So anyway, now you know who not to listen to. Fair. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on to just fuck them. Alex Jones is running away. What's he running away from? Did not present a defense in Connecticut. Okay, he's well, got no defense to. Was this another one of the ones he defaulted on? Yes. So we're not even at a defense, but yeah. No, no. This one is. This is a real trial. Oh, fair. Yes, but he was. Um, this is like. I thought this was like the Texas one where no. they're just talking. No. Okay. Hey, oh. there is no benefit from taking the field, plus it puts, puts him in the position of commenting on it, and he has a tendency to say crazy fucking action. Yeah, shit. he is yep. aggressively pissed off. This he said judge. they're trying to get him to commit perjury by taking the field. They're saying he was innocent. He's just running away. Oh, can he just Jones... say it'd be perjury if he said he was innocent? Uh-huh. Okay. He's really, he's no, really, really He's really, really cute when he runs away. Because that furry little tail sticking out from between his legs. I'm assuming he's one of those who uses a litter box. So, anyway. Yeah. Make perfect sense. Nah, he's, he's too into it with the frogs. It's fine. So, let's see. What's next? Um, oh, yes. Um, so, we have Herschel Walker claiming that he won his battle with mental illness. I didn't pass that. that one up. Take one look at that and go, wow, your definition of win must be very, very odd. No, and this is part of the fucking tragedy, because Riz and I were talking about this a while back, where, right, when people do reach out for mental health and stuff, the number of shitheads on the internet whose first reflexive answer is so thoughtlessly, 
Have you tried religion? Um, yeah, no, I'm not sure we should give the person who can't tell the difference between uh, real and make-believe fucking god shit right now. Yeah, yeah, really. I would literally be more comfortable if you gave them cocaine, because at least then they believe in themselves. The god stuff all requires you believe you are yourself imperfect, and only this thing outside of you can also give us your money and children. Yeah. No, it's like when people, like... I've seen people who have spent their whole life working hard to, to get things and whatever. And when you're like, oh, that's really great. Good job. Well, if it wasn't for God, I'm like, first of all, even if you do believe in God, uh, he gave you free will. He didn't give you the skills. You earned these yeah. skills. I watched you build them. <laughs> and, and I've seen you turn this into an empire. Like, that was all you. God had nothing to do with it. I really hate when people downplay their own efforts in life. And No, but I think at the same time, every reasonably successful person can point to a dozen times in their life when luck or a friend or whatever helped them out. Yeah. And so, again. I still don't call that God. I call that a friend or a good opportunity. Uh, peace and, and rapture. I'm just saying. Those things come along naturally. God has nothing to do with it. Yeah, there are no self-made men. So. You mean they didn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Love that image. All right. Boomer Rex is about damn time. Tell me the good news. Oh, God, I love this one. So, Gretchen Whitmer. Right. Ah, yes. Um, so, Democratic governor. She was asked to give the keynote address at the Mackinac Policy Conference in May. And everybody assumed she'd show up and talk about, you know, growing Michigan and so forth and so on and so on. Um, so instead, she got up and said, as we chase our collective success, we must also be a state where women have bodily autonomy and equal rights. And the room exploded in cheers and applause. Yeah. So, now, May, that was before Roe v. Wade. So, Whitmer has definitely diagnosed the time. Mm -hmm. And she has made abortion access front and central to her campaign. And she talks about it all the time. Bill started hanging around every Republican. It's the only thing I'd talk about if I were Democrats. And if anyone made me talk about a second thing, like at gunpoint, yep. I'd talk about minimum wage, and that's fucking it. Mm -hmm. The Republicans are actually openly asking her not to talk about abortion. Of course, the thing to do is look at him and laugh. Yeah. So. Now, man, you fucked this pup. You're on your own. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, you, you're a dog that caught a car. Good luck. All right. Tell me about our dumbass of the day. Who gets the crown? You know, it's not often, and this didn't happen today, but I found out about it today, was that when Donald Trump was president, um, he told Mark Esper that he wanted to take care of the drug labs in Mexico by firing rockets at them. Yeah, that made me laugh. Yeah, and he said, you know, we'll just tell them we didn't do it and everybody will believe us and so forth and so on. Uh -huh. And he said, you know, we can, we can take out those labs. Nobody will know it was us. He was advocating firing Patriot missiles into Mexico to kill the drug Because Nobody would notice that. And know what the Patriot missile does? Well, 
Now, what as I far as I know, there were no airborne drug labs. Yeah. So the Patriot wasn't going to be a lot of help. So, but again, it's just a measure of the incompetence of the orange. Pool. It's the stealth thing all over again. Motherfucker really doesn't believe there's an invisible plane. No, I, yeah, we could probably tell Mexico that, hey, we're going to kill the cartels, and in the morning you should probably say it was amazing cartel violence, they all shot each other. Huh. I expect a shrug no bigger than when those kids vanished that one time. Right. So, and yeah, you could probably push that through, but... Yeah. I'm not sure that's the answer, and what would reassemble afterwards would be infinitely worse. Yeah, well, he didn't do it. That's all that matters. I again, it's another one of those he won't give the order, and thank God for it. I no, he's just too fucking dumb. Like, yeah, just he's a per- he is personally a fucking coward. He is afraid that he will get in trouble for something. Um, he will never say no to the mob, right? And he wants to lead the mob. But he also won't be the one that shouts whatever the crazy shit the mob's going to do. Right, that's going to have to be someone else. And the problem is the world is full of that guy. Or gal. Hip, 90s with it, me. Right. All right. Marjorie Taylor Greene's smokescreen of the day. Speaking of that guy. So anyway, uh, this past weekend, Greene attacked Pete Buttigieg for his support of electric cars. She said, Democrats like Pete Buttigieg want to emasculate the way we drive and force all of you to rely on electric vehicles while they shut down your great Michigan auto industry. That's who's making the electric vehicles, you dim-witted bitch. Plus, we're the ones that bailed them out, so they still exist. But it makes perfect sense that she and the men around her would associate their masculinity oh, yeah. with their trucks, same way that they their way guns. They, they think they're going to go Mad Max and it's going to work out. Well, and they're, you know, in their again, favor. Which, no. It's displacement. They're trying to make up for having a dick too small to notice. Well, a personality no one wants to touch, let alone the rest of your horror show. Now, if you're emasculated by driving an electric vehicle, I I have no words for you. Like, that's a you problem. Like, you need to talk with your mom or something. Like, I, I don't know. It's that segment of the market that made the modern car industry decide that they had to make up the engine noise with the fucking car stereo. Because, oh, that's right, aluminum block doesn't sound the way you think it does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I you can make some nice engines out of it, for goddamn sure. But it's not going to sound like American muscle cars did, because it's not the same thing. It's not even the same fucking idea. So anyway, Buttigieg was asked about her comments on Fox News. He said, my sense of manhood is not connected to whether my vehicle is fueled by gasoline or electricity. It's just a practical matter. Yeah. And in fact, I would prefer to not be fighting people in electric vehicles. Just when they so the Fox fire, News host followed that up Sorry, and no. asked Buttigieg if he was offended. You know, it was a strange thing to say. But to be honest, there are other members of Congress I pay more attention to. Right? <laughs> I like you, Pete. Keep it up. Yep. Again, get a little dirty and get ready to throw your fucking consultant buddies under the bus and lead an FDR-style, like, raid against the rich, and, yeah. And get ready to throw some fucking elbows. Yeah, no, I... Fucking... Yeah, show us how masculine you are. Fucking get at these assholes. 
All right. Uh, same old grift. We're talking about Trump again. Yeah. So those are, for those of you who are wondering about um, Trump's suit on against CNN, the four hundred and seventy-five million babbledy babbledy babbledy, and every lawyer who's looked at it has gone gone away giggling. Yeah, we were laughing um, about that yesterday. How does it back? So, but that wasn't the point. The point is he's out there fundraising. Yep. He said, I'm suing Corrupt News Network for defaming and slandering my name because when they come for me, they're really after you. Oh, yeah. Send me money. So, again, same old drift. Yep. I guess the old one, the election thing was running low. It's that ability to walk up to a microphone and just start talking. Just believe your own shit. For as long as the lights oh, are Oh, I on. think this was well planned, isn't oh, it? Oh, I'm certain. I see an answer again. Sue him back. This is defamation. This is whatever it has. Tie his ass up. Get him in discovery. And let's play some fucking games. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see how this plays out. But I think it's a big fucking joke. And you know what? Let him. Let him take his money from his fucking idiot followers. Fucking give Trump money. I don't care. I, that is actually the nice thing, right? I, there are places I would be more concerned if that if money they were going. spending the money. Yep. Yeah. That he is a, right, that money is going to Donald Trump. That money's not going anywhere else that doesn't help Donald Trump. So that's better than DeSantis, any of the super PACs. Oh my God, I saw this really creepy video of like, Trump and DeSantis next to each other. He does all the same hand gestures oh, yeah. and everything. Oh, I, if crazy. I were DeSantis, that's what I would have done the last two years of Trump's presidency. Is I would have gotten really good at doing a Trump impersonation. And then I'd have blended the edges a little. So, no, I again, Democrats should fucking lead the charge in a populist wave. We know that the poor working class, like white people, aren't what's supporting Trump, right? It's the shitty managers of tiny businesses who are. Mm -hmm. And, right, again, I'm not saying all of those, that group is shitty, but the shitty ones are a lot Trump. All right, so. Moving on to uh, updates. Yep. Of threads. Toxoplasmosis. Yes. Researchers have discovered that those infected with toxoplasmosis, like me, right, um, have higher tribalism, right? Yeah, have you seen this? The us versus them mentality. It's also associated with lower cultural liberalism and a lower anti-authoritarianism. Bullshit. So. Last time I saw this being done, the person was arguing that half the French were infected, so no. Yeah, I don't know how many people were infected. But, hey, it's widespread. Um, I had heard lower inhibitions and several other things, so, right, higher risk taking. Um, it's a whole, so. yeah. Yeah. No, this, they went through the whole list. Yeah. You just chose all the ones that don't sound like fun. No, I don't want them to be like me. All right, and we have a book on climate weirding tonight. I trusted you, brain lesions. Um, so... The new models are saying, we really have screwed this up. Ah. Um, the droughts that we saw across the Northern Hemisphere this summer that wrecked a bunch of crops. Yeah. Similar droughts in Asia did similar things. What the studies show is that, that a one in 400 year event um, is now possible nearly every year. 
So, and it's all because of the rise in temperature. Yeah. That it, it puts a high pressure over the area. It does a lot of things. Yeah, it weights everything the bad the, way. Yeah. So, anyway, um, and the thing to note, of course, is that the failure of the crops in the U.S. and in Asia are going to contribute to the inability to get the crops out of Ukraine, right, are going to add to that food shortage. Yep. So, hey, we may be about to learn a fun lesson. And again, it's an example of these places were the grain baskets because the climate was such that they were the grain baskets. Fuck, Russia probably could have uh, the muddied the waters changed. better by announcing that that's why they were invading Ukraine. There's that bitch, we're Russia, we're, right, we are a not fucking around global power back when people thought they were, or at least were willing to nod at the idea. Yeah. And, yeah, climate change means we're going to have trouble producing food. We're not sure where it's going to be good for farming. We're taking this. Right, by international law, fuck you, I'm bigger, has more wiggle room than their special operation to denazify and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I'm sure they'd have gotten the same shit kicked out of them, because again, turns out Russia was uh, fucking hollowed out from the inside by the rich sons of bitches. Paper tiger. Yeah. Alright, so I promised I'd tell you more about that um, town. Alright, so... What happened um, in this town? Yeah, this town is really interesting. So, uh, CNN, uh, com did an article on it by, uh, Rachel Ramirez. It's called, uh, This 100% Solar Community yes. Endured Hurricane Ian with No Loss of Power and Minimal Damage. <clears throat> so, it says, uh, Anthony Grande moved away from Fort Myers three years ago, blah, 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 about some hurricanes he went through. Uh, he told CNN he wanted to find a new home where developers prioritized climate resiliency in a state that's increasingly vulnerable to record-breaking storm surge, catastrophic wind, and historic rainfall. What he found was Baycock Ranch, only 12 miles northeast of Fort Myers, yet seemingly light years away. Uh, Babcock Ranch calls itself America's first solar-powered town. Its nearby solar array, made up of 700,000 individual panels, generates more electricity than, 2000, uh, than the 2,000 home neighborhood uses in a state where most electricity is generated by burning gas um, a planet-warming fossil fuel. Uh, the streets in this meticulously planned neighborhood were designed to flood, so houses don't. Native landscaping along roads helps control stormwater. Uh, power and internet lines are buried to avoid wind damage. Uh, this is all in addition to being built to Florida's robust building codes. Some residents, like Grande, installed more solar panels on their roof and added battery systems as an extra layer of protection from power Fuck outages. Yeah. Uh, many drive electric vehicles, taking full advantage of solar energy in the Sunshine State. Climate resiliency uh, was built into the fabric of the town with stronger storms in mind. So when Hurricane Ian came barreling towards the southwest Florida this week, it was a true test for the community. 
The storm obliterated the nearby Fort Myers and Naples area with a record-breaking surge and winds over 100 miles per hour. It knocked out power to more than 2.6 million customers in the state, including 90% of Charlotte County. But the lights stayed on in Babcock Ranch. It certainly exceeded our expectations of a major hurricane, Grande 58 told CNN. Uh, the storm uprooted trees and tore shingles from roofs, but other than that, Grandi said, there is no major damage. Its residents say Babcock Ranch is proof that an eco-conscious and solar-powered town can withstand the wrath of a near-category 5 storm. Uh, we have proof of the case now because the hurricane came right over us, Nancy Chaperoning, a 68-year-old Babcock Ranch resident, told CNN. We have water, electricity, internet, and we may be the only people in southwest Florida who are that fortunate. Uh, Grande said Hurricane Ian came through southwest Florida like a freight train, but he wasn't afraid that he would lose everything in the storm like he was when he lived in Fort Myers. We were very, very blessed and fortunate to not be experiencing what they're experiencing now in Sanibel Island and Fort Myers Beach, Grande said. In the times that we're living in right now with climate change, the beach is not the place to live or have a business. Uh, Sid Kitson, a former professional football player for the Green Bay Packers and Dallas Cowboys, is the mastermind behind Babcock Ranch. Uh, Kitson envisioned it to be eco-conscious <clears throat> and innovative neighborhood that is safe and resilient from storms like Ian. The ranch broke ground in 2015 with the construction of the solar array, which was built and is run by Florida Power and Lights. Um, its first residents moved into the town in 2018. Since then, the array has doubled in size and thousands of people have made Babcock their home. It's a great case study to show that it can be done right if you build in the right place and do it the right way said Lisa Hall, a spokesperson for Kinston, who also lives in Babcock Ranch. Throughout all this, there's just so many people saying it worked, that this uh, was the vision. This is the reason we moved here, Hall told CNN. Perhaps the highest endorsement for the city is that it is now a refuge for some of Ian's hardest hit victims. The state opened Babcock uh, neighborhood school as an uh, official shelter. Even though it didn't have uh, the mandated generator, the solar array kept the lights on. Uh, some of Chaperoning's friends who live on Sanibel Island, which is now cut off from the mainland after Ian's de devastating storm surge severed the causeway, came to shelter at a friend's house at Babcock Ranch. It will be a while before they can go back, she said. They're going to be renting a place over here for a while, blah, 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 blah. Um, <clears throat> uh, even Kitson chose to ride out the storm in Babcock to see how the community would fare in the hurricane. Kitson declined CNN's request for an interview. Paul said he is focused on helping neighboring communities rebuild. He was there during the storm. He said, where else would I be, Hall said. Uh, we built it to be resilient, and as much as you plan and think you've done the right thing, you don't know until you put it to the test. 
Um, the utilities, uh, as utilities scramble to restore power across the state, Babcock residents say September storms showed that America's energy infrastructure is not well equipped to handle worsening extreme weather events. Hurricane Fiona ravaged Puerto Rico's power grid when it made landfall there on September 18th. Now, Ian has left millions of people in the dark in Florida. Babcock residents say their neighborhood is a model for urban development in a climate change ravaged future. Uh, it's not what it was 20 or 25 years ago. The storms are getting bigger and bigger. And that it's no surprise because the warnings have all been there, Grande said. I think Babcock Ranch's future has gotten even brighter. Wonderful. Well done, Babcock Ranch. Yeah. I love it. That is very exciting. Um, and again, uh, this was just something I had to share with y'all because it was just so it cool. It can be done. Yeah, no, it, and it can be done right. And here's the chance, Florida. Here's a chance, Ron DeSantos. <clears throat> you have to rebuild neighborhoods. Maybe this isn't a bad way to look at it. Um, and, and I looked at the pricing of the houses in, in this neighborhood, and they are very much on par with houses around the state of Florida. They're not, the prices aren't, you know, inflated or anything like that. So, well done. I, I was very impressed. All right. So, now, let's get into Burn It Down Wednesday. So, <clears throat> the Palm Beach Post, uh did an article, wrote an article, um, Florida student athletes asked to report their menstrual history. Here are the questions. It was written by Katherine Kokel uh, of the Palm Beach Post. <clears throat> Florida student athletes have to answer more than three dozen questions with their doctors before they can be cleared to practice or play. Do you have any chronic illnesses? Do you have asthma? Have you broken any bones or dislocated any joints? Have you ever had chest pain during or after exercise? All these questions directly relate to athletes' fitness to play sports and injury prevention. But for female athletes, other questions on the form can get a little awkward. And now they're getting controversial over abortion and privacy concerns. For more than 20 years, the Florida State High School Athletic Association has asked female athletes to answer the following questions on their pre-participation form. Number one, when was your first menstrual period? Number two, when was your most recent menstrual period? Number three, how much time do you usually have from the start of one period to the start of another? Number four, how many periods have you had in the last year? And number five, what is the longest time between periods in the last year? The questions are marked as optional. Um, period history is important information for uh, pediatricians to know as they screen for bleeding and hormonal conditions that can cause complications for athletes. But in Florida, all of the medical data is then turned over to the athlete's school, contrary to other states that require only the physician's signature page to clear them to play. 
Although the questions are nothing new, athletes, their families, and their doctors are taking a closer look at where this information goes after the overturning of Roe v. Wade this summer by the U.S. Supreme Court. With reproductive privacy and parental rights over children's data top of mind, both abortion rights advocates and concerned parents have raised alarms about the questions and how they can be used. I don't think it was our intent for this information to be shared with anyone else, one physician uh, who served on a national committee that wrote a similar form said. The bottom line for the coach is, are they clear or not? The rest of the information is between the athlete and their family. The Palm Beach Post dug into where these questions came from, why they're asked, and how parents, doctors, and coaches are thinking about reproductive privacy and data security differently in a post-row world. Uh, yeah, so here, here, here's my thing. Um, even though this part of the form is marked optional, you cannot give forms like these to children, um, to, to, to young women who don't understand the difference between what, what, what these people need to know and what is not their business because um, yes, it is important for your doctor to know your menstrual cycles and that sort of thing to an extent. If you know you have regular menstrual cycles and all that stuff, you do not need to tell your doctor when the last time you had a period was unless you are having an issue that could potentially be involved with your uterus, of course. Um, but I've, I've heard more recently about people refusing to even tell their doctors uh, what their, uh, you know, when the last time they've had a period was because, yeah, it's really something you have to be careful about nowadays. So this information is going from being written on paper and kind of maybe people glance at it. Now they're going to digitize it, which means that there's going to be a solid record that will be easy to find potentially uh, for courts and stuff with these Roe v. Wade bullshit and, uh, you know, Ron DeSantos doesn't give a fuck about your children no matter what he says. So we know that this is definitely going to be used badly. Um, this, this is just ridiculous and insane and it, it is digging into women's privacy for absolutely no benefit and no purpose. When I was a teenager, I had friends who, you know, maybe didn't have regular periods yet because when you first get them, you know, whatever, stress, um, especially if you're athletic, you know, lots of things can cause you to miss a period. And it's really none of my coaches, you know, it's none of their business whether I'm having a period regularly or not. Something you need to keep on record. Yes, no. And, and the fact that they ask you when you had your first one and then when your last one was, how long between your periods? Why do they care how long between your periods? Why do they care how many periods you have? This is, um, like, this is just so inappropriate. It'd be like asking a boy, you know, if they've had wet dreams, how often they have them, and how long between them. Like, you wouldn't ask them that on something like this. It, it's not that much different. Um, it's personal information that is personal, you know?
And again, yeah, maybe that's something that a, a, a teenage boy needs to talk to their doctors about. And but it's not something they need to talk to their fucking coach about. I don't know how any of it's pertinent to play goddamn children's Uh-huh. I played all the sports when I was a kid, and I promise you, I was never asked anything about my fucking period. That's disgusting. So, anyway, I just... Uh, it's, this is just insane, and it needs to stop, okay? This needs to go away, um, and, you know, Florida should be embarrassed uh, because it's it's really none of their business. So, on that note... Imagine if we lived in a world where Florida was capable of feeling embarrassed. Oh, my God, right? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Um, so, anyway, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, heart, follow, review. Smash that like button on YouTube. Go to Boomerx tonight. No spaces on Facebook for fun memes and a link to our Patreon. Give us a dollar. You can find us on YouTube as Boomerx or check your favorite podcasting service for Boomerx tonight. We can be found on over a dozen different platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at Brex tonight. And if you Google Boomerx tonight, no spaces. All links will lead you to us. Again, comment on our Facebook and tell me if you want me to stream Beat Saber. I can certainly do that. So I love you all, and we'll see you back here tomorrow night for more Boomer Rex tonight.